Welcome to the Ministry Marks Podcast. I'm David Haynes, and that's Thomas Majors. The Ministry Marks Podcast is based on the Bible verse, Galatians 6, 17, where Paul says that he bears on his body the marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today on Ministry Marks Podcast, we're going to try to answer the question, what is preaching? Thomas, what is preaching? Well, first I would say that preaching is is an important part of God's plan. I, how would we even know about God unless God himself had revealed himself to us? So I see God as the first preacher, and every preacher or prophet at, uh, since then has been in the same vein as God who has revealed himself. We call it revelation. God has revealed himself to us through the words of the Bible and then through his son Jesus Christ as well. The book of Genesis begins in Genesis 1-1 that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so we wouldn't know that unless God had first disclosed that to us, had revealed himself. The most perfect revelation of God that he has given to us is through his son, Jesus Christ. And the writer of Hebrews gives that to us very perfectly in Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 2. He says, God after he spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many portions and in many ways, in these last days has spoken to us in his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world. So he says that he spoke through Jesus Christ. He is the perfect communication of God. And so preaching, first we have to understand theologically that it's important to God. And then we have to Understand, when we think about preaching, there's a lot of definitions, a lot of definitions about preaching. I think probably the most familiar definition on preaching is Phillips Brooks' definition. He said that preaching is the communication of truth by man to man. So what do you think about that, David? What do you think about that definition of Phillips Brooks? Truth through personality. Hey, I like it a lot. Just the other day I read where a person said, preaching is one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. And I like your idea of preaching through personality. If what you said is correct, and I believe that it is, that preaching is based on God's past actions, then that kind of brings it up to speed. If preaching now is through our personality, through human personality, well, who created the preacher? Well, God did. And I believe that God created each of us in our mother's wombs with certain personality traits that he can use to be beneficial to the ministry. So I like that idea, Thomas. Well, tell us more about about preaching and what you think preaching is. Well, there's a bunch of definitions for preaching. And there's a definition that at New Orleans, we use quite a bit because it's by one of the preaching professors, ah. one of the old preaching professors who is no longer living. His name is V.L. Stanfield. V.L. Stanfield said that preaching is simply this. Preaching is giving the Bible a voice. Ah. Man, I like that. Preaching is giving the Bible a voice. Okay. So basically, you're taking the Word of God and you're you're presenting the Word of God. That's what V.L. Stanfield would say. Of course, you know that he is the one that revised Broadus's classic book in 1979. And so that's the definition that he put in Broadus's book. Yeah. Preaching is giving the Bible a voice. 
Yes. You know, that builds on O.S. Hawkins, kind of what he says, or O.S. Hawkins builds on that. He says that the preacher in the apostolic tradition is one who is expository, who speaks through the scriptures from the pulpit. So I believe that Hawkins would say that that it is it is it is us speaking through the scriptures, allowing the scriptures to be spoken, us being maybe the mouthpiece from the pulpit, but scriptures are definitely involved in preaching. I'd agree. And I've noticed that just so far that our definitions have went from simple to more complex. We began with basically Phillips Brooks, True Through Personality, V.L. Stanfield, giving the Bible a voice yeah. to O.S. Hawkins. And now I, I just want to communicate about Jerry Vines and Jim Shattuck. They have a book called Power in the Pulpit, 1999. It was published. And this is their definition they gave in that book. They said that preaching is the oral communication of a biblical truth by the Holy Spirit through a human personality to a given audience with the intent of enabling a positive response. You mentioned oral communication. Would you say that preaching orally is different from writing a sermon? What are your, what are your thoughts on that? I, I would definitely have to say that preaching <laughs> is, is an oral event. <laughs> Yeah, preaching is an oral event. We we prepare our sermons. We, I, I prepare my sermons. I work through those. I write them out. But it is not, it is not necessarily a sermon until it's preached, and it must be preached. And it doesn't matter if the audience is one or a thousand. You've got to preach it to someone. You got it's got to be preached out loud. So I believe that preaching is an oral. Yeah. event. Therefore, preaching isn't necessarily that something that happens on a blog. It's not something that happens in the newsletter that you might write. Even though you can communicate some good things through yeah. that, some biblical truth, but preaching is an oral event. In the football world, everyone wants to look at an NFL team before the season starts and try to predict how many wins, how many losses. And occasionally something will happen, which is called a paper tiger. They will look at an NFL team and say, wow, that NFL team is going to win 14 games in a regular season. Well, when the regular season is all over with, they only won six games. That's the kind of an illustration of a paper tiger. Man, there are some sermons. Whenever I write them, I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be awesome. And then comes the preaching. Preaching is different than writing a sermon. I totally agree with you. Maybe you've seen that meme <laughs> that's been on social media. <laughs> the meme that's been on social media the last few weeks where it shows the guy who looks like he's drinking some coffee. And it says, the sermons that I thought were good, no one liked. The sermons that I thought were bad, Everyone had something good to say about. And then he looks towards the camera, holds up his coffee and says, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is so funny. Oh, and, and hey, I think that <laughs> is true. I think that is true. Let me throw another definition out. The Holman Bible Dictionary says that preaching is the human presentation through the Holy Spirit's power of God's act of salvation through Jesus Christ. I think that's a pretty good definition. It brings in the human perspective and the presentation side of what we do. Okay, one of the things about that definition that caught my ear is that 
what is preaching for? Preaching is for salvation, according to that. Mm -hmm. And so I I would agree with that to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. But then I would say that there are some other reasons for preaching as well, for correction, for reproof, uh, for training in righteousness. I mean, that's what the word of God is for. And so when we preach, we can do that as well. So I would agree that it's for it's human communication through the Holy Spirit. But then I would say is for the act of salvation for presenting uh, the salvation uh, story, mm-hmm. for presenting the gospel, but there are other things that we can do yeah. in preaching as well. So now, let me ask you a question. Okay. What's your definition? What's your definition? How are you finished okay. with your definitions? Yeah. Do you have yeah. any more? Or do you, what's your personal definition of preaching? My personal definition of preaching is, I think that preaching is sharing a biblical truth with the challenge of personal application and change. Uh, that's what I think preaching is. It is. It goes beyond simply the recitation of, 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 of facts. This is more than being in a math class saying 2 plus 2 equals 4. Uh, Adam and Eve, and here's the story. I think preaching is the sharing of biblical truth. I think it must be biblically based, um, but it goes with the challenge of personal application. This is the passage and here is the application, and then it is in the life of the hearer where the application leads to change. Now, what's your definition of preaching? Okay, I can't, I have combined, it's not original to me, I've just taken a definition that I've combined, uh, combined two definitions into one. I've taken V.L. Stanfield's definition of preaching as giving the Bible a voice, and I've taken some aspects from Vines and Shattuck's where I basically say my definition of preaching is preaching is giving the Bible a voice to enable a positive response. Mm-hmm. And so I want, I want people to respond, and I want them to respond positively. Mm-hmm. That doesn't always happen Mm-mm. because the preaching of God's Word can be like a hammer that crushes. And so we have to understand that it's not all going to be positive, but I want to. I want it to be positive. Yeah. I want them to respond positively yeah. to God's message. If there's a negative response to God's message, do you feel in your heart, in a similar way like Paul did in the book of Second Corinthians, where he 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 mentioned many times, "Well, I was sorry, but no, I wasn't sorry," and there was remorse. And is that kind of how you feel in a situation like that? Sorry, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I, I'm empathetic to that person who may be going through something and the word of God has pierced their heart to the point where they are broken. But yet I also want to see that as a redemptive moment where where God is working in that person's life. And and let's be honest, to to hear good news, you've got to hear bad news and you yeah. have to be at that point of conviction to hear the good news. And so, yeah, I, I would take that approach. Sorry. Yeah. Not sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Yeah. So what type of preaching is best? Well, that's, that's a difficult question to answer. It's broad. That's a broad question. That's a broad. Can, that's I, a broad. can I, can I, can I, can I narrow it down just a little bit for you? Yes. Jim Shaddix in text driven preaching says when the dust settles of, of all the preaching fads, he anticipates that text driven preachers 
will still be standing and faithfully proclaiming the Holy Writ. So what do you think about text-driven preaching? Okay, I, I would definitely agree with uh, Shaddix's statement because overall, if you're looking at generally overall what is the best preaching, I think it is expository preaching. Uh, what I would call expository preaching, I think some of the language today has moved to more of a text-driven uh, text driven type sermon or text-driven uh, preaching. But I would agree that that is the that is the cream of the crop. That's the yeah. apex. That's the zenith that you're looking for in your preaching ministry. But yet, I don't want to overlook those aspects where there may be a need to preach topically. Mm-hmm. N- may need to be a there may be a reason to preach uh, textually where it's not necessarily an expository type message. Now, I do have a question for you. Okay, go ahead. It's it's one that I'm throwing on you at the moment. Okay. What makes preaching preaching? So so let me let me before you answer let me let me expand that just a little bit. Okay. What's the difference between a person who does a TED talk? Sometimes people will say, "Oh, that person is preaching." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, for an instance, maybe there was someone on a TED talk who got excited, got mm-hmm. passionate, and they yeah. said, "Oh, he's he's preaching." Is he preaching? What's the difference between preaching and someone who is giving a speech? Okay. I think that emotion does not necessarily mean someone is preaching. I believe that a person can give an enthusiastic speech and it simply be a speech. I think someone can be preaching and it not be what we would consider highly emotional. There are no tears being shed. There's no, maybe even the voice isn't really being raised that much. There's no inflation of voice. Maybe maybe that's it. So I, I wouldn't say that it is emotion. I, I, I think there it would be a structured biblical sermon, once again, for the point of application. And let me let me let me define structure. Whenever I was a younger guy, just surrendered to the ministry, and I was around an older man who obviously well, he was from probably two generations prior to me, and we were talking about preaching. He did not agree with what he was about to say, but he shared with me the thought that he was given when he first surrendered to the ministry a hundred years ago. He says, someone told him, this is what preaching is. One, take a text. I like that aspect of it. You should be able to take a text. One, take a text. Two, take a fit. Take a text and take a fit. And I remember thinking whenever he shared that with me, what does what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know how to I don't know how to build a sermon. What does what does take a text and take a fit mean? So in my answer of what is preaching, I go back to those initial days when I didn't know what preaching was. And I began to listen to people, and I thought, mm, I, I like that. Well, I like that guy. Well, I, I like him. I like the way he said that. And, and I guess I became a product of a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and it poured into my life. But, yeah, I think it is the exposition of a biblical passage for the point of explanation is what is what I would say. Thomas, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think you hit it. Right there at the end, uh, 
biblical content. Mm-hmm. The difference between preaching and a speech is biblical content. Now, some people will use preaching more as an adjective for speak, speaking. Yeah, so they use it in an, in an adjectival yeah. type way where they're saying, oh, he's preaching. And mm-hmm. what they're meaning is that it was passionate, but yet mm-hmm. as far as the content, theologically, we would say, no, he's not preaching. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was just excited. He was passionate about his yeah. subject material. But for us, I think both of us would say that preaching, as it com- is compared to just a speech, has biblical content. As you said, it is the exposition of a biblical passage. And I like that. Biblical yeah. passage. And so there's got to be some Bible. <laughs> there's got to be some Bible in there for there to be, uh, for us to consider it preaching. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Okay. Now, this is, the one, <laughs> this is the one that people have asked for a long time. What's the difference between preaching and teaching? Mm-hmm. It says that Jesus had three primary ministry, mm-hmm. ministry uh, aspects, teaching, preaching, and healing. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between preaching and teaching? Oh, I think it goes back to the word application. I think it goes back to the word application. Um, but even in Jesus's, even whenever Jesus shared an illustration, I, I think he did so much preaching, if it includes application, um, even in his teaching sessions. Uh, so I, th- I think that's the difference. I think it goes back to the word application. Thomas, what do you think is the difference between teaching and preaching? Well, I think there's a lot of different ways people have tried to define that. Some yeah. people have used that emotive sense that preaching and teaching differ because of the passion that is brought into it. I, I necessarily, I reject that idea. Uh-huh. And because I believe you can be passionate in your teaching sure. and passionate in your preaching and you can be dead, <laughs> be dead in your preaching yeah. and you can be dead in your teaching as well. So I don't believe it's emotive. I don't believe it's about the size of the the group that you are speaking to or the context of the group, I think for me is exactly what you said. It's application. Yeah. Because you can teach in such a way that you are not necessarily applying it. Where, mm-hmm. And you can apply some in your teaching, but usually in preaching, as John Broadus said, application is the main thing to be done. Mm-hmm. It's not an appendage that you put on the end of a sermon it's the main thing the main thing to be done and so for me i i see it as application because when you design a sermon you're designing it for them to it to enable a positive response you want them to respond to god's word and so the overall direction of the sermon compared to the teaching moment the preaching and the teaching moment is different because of i believe application and so, uh, application is the, as Broad has said, it's the main thing, the main thing yeah. to be done. All right. Now, there's a word that I've used a couple of times in, in this podcast, and you've used a couple of times, and, and we've not discussed it directly, passion or passionate. Do you consider yourself a passionate preacher? I do. 
I agree with that. I've heard you preach many times. I think you're a passionate preacher. Let me let me let me ask you this: Do you consider yourself an emotional preacher? I do not. Really? D- Tell me more. L- wait. Okay. okay. <laughs> so so there are times where I am emotional in the preaching moment. Uh-huh. But then there. But I always consider myself to be passionate. Sometimes my passion level is very high. Sometimes yeah. it's it's lower than other times. It's yeah. according to the text. But I, there are times where I am emotional. Oh, would you Would you take a sidebar and define emotional? What What are, what are you saying? You say sometimes I am emotional. What is your definition of emotion or emotional in preaching? So emotional in preaching. Mm-hmm. I think are those times where the emotion of the pa- of the preacher uh-huh. is is displayed for the congregation to see. Okay. So I'm I'm saying that passion and emotion are two different things. There are there are times when I am I can't I'll just be honest with you. I can't hardly preach about hell and when I come down to the conclusion that that when I start drawing, drawing a net or bringing an appeal that 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 hell is bad and that people don't mm-hmm. want to get, that that I do not get emotional mm-hmm. and that I may start I may start crying. Okay, that's what I was wanting you to say. Are there other emotions than crying when it comes to preaching? Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> now you've yes. just said that you're not an emotional preacher. See, I think you are. I asked that question to say, I, which you've preached in my church. I've yes. preached in your church. We've been friends for years. I think you're an emotional preacher. When, when Whenever I think of emotionless, I think of straight-faced, and I think of maybe more of a somber, and maybe somber comes across as more passionate, uh, but I think of, of, of more straight-faced, but, but you smile many times during a sermon. Typically, you laugh at some point in, in your sermons. Now, I, I understand, whenever we're preaching certain messages, there's no laughing matter, but I, I want to laugh uh, during every sermon. My grandmother told me this years ago, when, after the first time she ever saw me preach, she said, David, if you will keep doing this, you will have a good response. She said, smile, because it makes people smile back at you. And, and I think grandma's 100% right. She'll be 99 this June, but she's 100% right. And I noticed that the more I smile, the more the congregation smiles. And I want to, in every sermon, laugh. I want to laugh at something because it's an emotion. I, I rarely cry. I have cried in the pulpit of Trinity Baptist Church one time in four years. I'm not a crying dude. I'm a laughing dude. If a Sunday passes without me laughing, there's something wrong. And uh, so I see, I think you are emotional, not always tearful, but I think you are emotional. Now, do you build on this? Give me some more thoughts on emotion. Okay. So you said, is it just crying? I don't mm-hmm. think it's just crying because uh. Because I get mad sometimes. I, I, get, I mean, if I'm just honest right now, I get mad sometimes preaching. Yeah. When I'm up there preaching. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, there's going to be some Holly people who hear that and be like, yes, he gets mad up there. If, if I'm preaching and we all have verbal cues that, that the congregation responds to that that they know that the sermon is beginning to wind down. And if I, we do it subconsciously. Uh-huh. We don't, we don't necessarily try to do it, but That's we just right. do it subconsciously. Right. Yeah. 
And when they hear those verbal cues or something that I'm doing, maybe I stand at a certain place or hold my mouth a certain way. I don't don't know what it is. But whatever I do, if I start seeing them close their Bibles and getting their purses together, I get mad. And there's been quite a few times I I have said something like, well, I can see you're finished with the sermon, but I'm not finished yet. (laughs) I'm not done. I'm getting to the most important part of the message Yeah, yeah. where I'm bringing that appeal. And so... And, and there's been other times where I get, I guess by emotional, I mean, it is those times where our emotions are very uh, adamant to the people, where it mm-hmm. is very visible to the people, mm-hmm. where, where it is all over yeah. our face that we are broken over the issue yeah. of hell, or it's all over our face that we're mad because people aren't aren't listening yeah yeah or or we're excited because we've been talking about heaven and being saved and we're thrilled yeah exactly so would you still say you're not an emotional preacher because i'm still gonna say you are but what do you think i'm i'm gonna say if we're gonna define Uh emotional in the way that i defined it there where it is clearly obvious Uh now i'm gonna say that the majority of the time (laughs) i'm not emotional i agree but but I want to be passionate all the time, all the time, all the time. I want to bring a little yeah. in my voice, whether I'm, I'm articulating my words a certain way, yeah. or if I'm dropping my voice or if I'm making it louder oh, yeah. or whatever oh, it yeah. is, yeah. I want to communicate some passion from yeah. the text. I want, yeah. I want them to know that as I've been studying that passage, that it has dealt yeah. with me and I want them to feel the same thing yeah. that I have felt. So Yeah. I think I'm passionate, but yeah. I wouldn't agree yeah. that I'm emotional. But I do allow my emotions yeah. to influence my preaching. And I think that goes back to Phillips Brooks. Phillips Brooks, truth through personality. I am who I am, and, and that's who I'm going to be in the pulpit. That's yeah. the way it should be. I shouldn't be someone different in the pulpit than, than I am uh, out of the pulpit. Okay, David, we're out of time, and so we're going to have to wrap this up. Uh, We have been talking about what is preaching. Our next topic is going to be how do you prepare a sermon? David is going to answer that. I'm going to answer that. And so we just want to thank you for listening to the Ministry Marks podcast today.